Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, listener. On my left wing is Tom, on my right wing is Neil, and coming down the center, I'm your host, Nick. We are back. We're back! Officially. Well, I was always here. It was you guys who were always sick. No, you were literally always here from the beginning of time. (laughs) (laughs) Before there was anything, there There was was Neil. Uh, yes, we had COVID, Tom and I. And of course, we so couldn't we get together. it at this... No. We didn't actually see each other. Well, I suspect I probably got it from you at the City game. Because you got it the week after. I No, I got it oh, like... here we go. The accusations oh. are flying already. Well, someone had to have given it to I him. Challenge I challenge you to a duel, my friend. <laughs> Either way, uh, we have missed a lot. I think three weeks now. I mean, God forbid you and I got it at the same time so we could just miss one week. Yeah. But no, of course, it had to be offset. So we ended up missing three. And then just to cap things off, we had a, um internet outage um, oh, yeah, that's uh, um, yesterday up. because of a storm, which, uh, which uh, messed up yesterday's recording. I think, yeah, the universe has decided that it doesn't want us to record as good of a podcast as, as we've been recording recently. We went top of the table and then it was like, oh, we can't do this now. And it was like, oh, we can't even <laughs> celebrate on freaking radio. And now we're not top of the table again. So uh, we're higher than we were. I think <laughs> yeah, we, we missed our number one spot. <laughs> yeah. I think we were fourth when we left off. Then we went to second, first, then back to second. I again. think mm. we went third to second to first. Okay. That could be since yeah. the last episode. I agree with but, Nick that one. Um, well, there's either a way, quick catch we up also on got a qu- <laughs> we also got in a quarterfinal of the Carabubu Cup. Yeah, Carabubu. I like that. That's catching on. Mm-hmm. I know. Sorry, yeah. I was going to yeah. say FA Cup, but it's not January yet. No. Um, yeah. So we, we missed. Also, well, hold on. We also got through to the Europa League. Yeah. Well, we qualified there too. Yeah. We so, had, we had qualified before. No, we hadn't. The, I had to win the last game to qualify. What? Yeah, we hadn't we hadn't technically qualified. We, I mean, we were. Yeah, oh. we had enough points. It, yeah. they so this is how long the... it's been. I can't exactly. remember. I thought, oh yeah, okay. So we'll start there. Man City, Liverpool drew one-one. We missed that show. Exciting game. Liverpool won four-nil to Lask. We missed that game. <laughs> Liverpool win an exciting four-three victory over Fulham. Klopp called call it one of the most exciting games he's ever seen. I call it a heart attack. It was. It was crazy. It was so subdued at the pub. It was. Everybody was like, well, oh, hold on, damn, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to oh, it. I've got to? three more games. <laughs> <laughs> Sheffield loses to Liverpool, nil two. We missed that game. Crystal Palace almost holds out against Liverpool in a 2-1 victory to, to the Reds. And then we lost to, to USG in the Europa League a couple days ago. What, what are they called PSG? again? Union saint Gilois. Okay, <laughs> you say it. <laughs> so a lot of games. saint Two, I would say maybe three very exciting games. Um, So we'll start with uh, very quickly. We'll just do a minute or two on each of these that are worth talking about. City and Liverpool, Trent with the the late equalizer to save us a point. Mm. Um, Deserve point? Yeah. Yeah. We always deserve them. It's a great game. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great game. It's exactly what I expect from Liverpool and City these days. Just one of those where... It, it, I didn't think either team was super on form, um, you know, but but I thought it was a fair result. Overall. I think it yeah. was the start of the downfall of City. Well, that's, uh, weren't they? They were losing well, games even before uh, that. But, yeah, but then they went and lost to the Wolves, didn't they? That might or have been before. Was that before? No, that was before. Oh. 
well, either way, Liverpool and City, the uh, the rebirth of Trent as we're coming to know him, which I'm sure we'll kind of get into this for better or worse. Um, he's been kind of an exciting player to watch uh, and also a very frustrating player to watch uh, over the course of these games that we've missed since Thanksgiving. Um, we also saw the 4-3 Fulham victory, which, I mean, I'm inclined to agree with Klopp. That game was a heart attack. It was um, just kind of crazy. We just didn't seem to get going. Um, you know, we were up, then they like, equalized. We were up, then they equalized. I think it was that way around. Yep. And um, I don't think they scored first, did they? I think we scored first. Uh, they straight away. We did, and then they scored immediately Yeah, immediately. Afterwards. And then we went up again. They equalized. Then they went up. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, it was very subdued in the pub. Um, things weren't clicking, and um, you know, eighty-three minutes gone, it was pretty glum. And then all hell broke loose. That was that was the was the the because I was in the deep throes of COVID <laughs> at that point. It was the only thing that got me off the couch in like four days was <laughs> was Endo and then Trent back to back and yeah. unbelievable strikes from both guys too. Just Agreed. awesome. Yeah, so it was an exciting game and a good time at the pub. And then uh, Sheffield and Liverpool, I mean, it's a good three points, I guess. It, but. The yeah. Sheffield game actually turned into a good game at the pub, too, just because um, I said it was going to be 3-0, and I named the goal scorers in order. And um, Were you almost right? Yeah, I got the first one right, <laughs> and then the second one right. And the, the bet we had on was for Elliot to score for mm. 3-0 with the named goal scorers. And, oh. um he and had Elliot, a shout. Elliot had all of those shots, <laughs> and he just had a whole bullet. So it ended up being a it ended up being a good day. So um, so yeah, I, very I, good. I a much more relaxing game than a than any of these others we just talked about. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, and then Palace and Liverpool, which we all got into mm. it in our group chat. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a great game. Honestly, I thought Palace showed up and just like they did. So I looked something up about Palace. So, well, why don't you well, hold, hold on. So, give your quick. Well, firstly, I mean, I, I was, you know, I wrote, wrote to her. I was disappointed in the performance. I you said they no were creativity. shit. Yeah, I said they were shit. Um, <laughs> exactly. In a words. game we won. <laughs> he said that a lot. You can be shit. Well, hold on. You did too. You're not, you're not getting off on <laughs> no, this. Damn Go it. ahead. So yeah, I could go back and read my notes that I wrote to you, but yeah, I th- um, and wasn't that the game that Endo was just getting bullied all the time? And yeah, um, Endo and was the problem the, in that and, game for and, sure. Yeah, I just I get knocked down. He also saved us that, from right, you said from that. Yeah. that that equalizer too. Yes, to no fault of his, it was him being uh, a bad yes. defender <laughs> that saved us <laughs> yes, that point because we gave away the penalty that wasn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. So um, yeah, I I didn't think I we don't do think enough. That would have been a penalty in real time. I, I just. It wasn't enough from. Oh, I think it, it was a penalty. Um, it was given on the ta- on the field. It was a yeah. I thought yeah. it was. Yeah, penalty. yeah, I thought so too. So I thought it was soft, but it was. I... So for me, and this was your argument back. I, I just don't think we're good enough for breaking down the low block, and it was the same against United. But it's one thing against United. We've got a quality player like Varane. Um, Palace didn't have that many that they don't have that quality even though United is shit they still so here's the but this is where you're wrong because Palace actually do have a pretty high ranked defense how many goals do you suspect that Palace give up per game right now real goals are your xg 1.8 one goal per game that ranks them 10th in the league how many goals do Liverpool give up per game 
one. Point nine. Okay. So yeah, Palace Palace loses a lot. Okay, but Palace doesn't give up a lot of goals. They just can't score. Liverpool had seventy six percent possession in that match. Seventy six percent, which is one of the highest that one team has had against another in the entire Premier Again, League. It was all the same season. against United though. In, um, this weekend. That they did not have 76%. I thought at one point so, it was 80% possession. So I found, it might have been, honestly. I found the text message. Yeah. Um, it's amazing so, how phones can do that. I wrote, uh, wh- game was exciting. really two in this? Yeah. And I think I, no, 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 I, sta- I stand on. by these words. Okay. Okay. We're moving on from this segment. We were woeful. No, we weren't. We won a game. We can <laughs> win a game. A good opponent away. We can win a game, but we could be terrible at passing all game. Well, they weren't terrible at passing. No, luckily, we're not going to go Endo, into all the stats. Endo and everything. needs more strength. If, if we had made it for this episode, I would have dug in on you guys. But I don't even have my notes for all. So we agreed then we were shit. Yeah, we were not shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the opposite. Objectively speaking, they weren't shit. No, I know. And here's I, my. I, I want to go on a little rant for a second because oh, I'm noticing that it, this in all of of our this is just the general liverpool fandom if we are not having dominant performances every single game the fan base says that they're not good which is ridiculous to me do you watch football football fans are here's the thing no one dominates in football the way city have for the last couple of years and even city couldn't do it not every team is going to win four nil every fucking game that's just not how the sport goes so if we win a good hard-fought 2-1 victory we're shit so what happens when they, how do you not be shit if you win the game? He's got an answer. Well, I would just say, I think what we are judging ourselves by is the stands of 2019. Okay, and that's that, where I was going. That is what I think. Uh, it, we are not the fluid machine that we were back then. And once you've seen that, and we've seen that in multiple Liverpool iterations over the the generations of football, mm-hmm. we've seen that. And... This team has the technical ability. It has the youth. Probably youth is part of the problem. But mm. we haven't yet seen us click. Okay. I mean, that's all fair. I just... Uh, I, that was where I was kind of sitting. It's like, are is everyone only looking at the season we won the league and judging every Liverpool performance based on a season where we basically won the league before the COVID shutdown? If that's the case, I don't think that that's fair. We have to be realistic as a fan base. We do have to be realistic because it's not the same team. No. It's not. Yes, we do have some of the same similar faces and they've aged and grown and had injuries and whatnot. Well, mostly new faces. From 2019? Are you trying to do the Michael Jackson voice? Because it's a little bit lower. I don't know. I was. I'm a real boy. I was getting passionate (laughs) in my defense of my opinions. Well, anyway, that's that's sort of where I start getting really frustrated. It's and it's every year right around this time of the season I start going, "What the hell are you guys expecting? Are you really expecting to have 3-0, 4-0, 4-1 victories every single week and if we don't have that, then the team isn't playing up to a standard?" It's ridiculous. I've got this one. Darwin Nunes. Okay, yes. Darwin if can't if score in a brawl. We had every goal he hit the post with or whatever. I'd say we'd be a lot higher and probably a few more points ahead. Yeah, I would agree um, with you on that one. So I'm going to go back to pre-our COVID and say we need an all-in-out striker. Mm, or at least one that can hit the back of the net. 
Um, he's going to prove you all wrong on uh, on the, the the Carabao Cup. He's going to get a hat trick against West Ham. Well, that would be Fuck great. The Kabubu Cup. No, just a confidence. I builder. want the league. So here's. Is, I'm actually going to be glad if we're not top at Christmas because I'm sick of being the only team that's um, been top at Christmas and failed to win the league. I think <laughs> Arsenal might have um, did that. I'm last sure. Year, but, yeah, they did it last year. Um, we, we've done it three times, and so. How long do we go? And we'll probably close this segment on this part, Pete. But it's one through that comes into all of these games, and that's Darwin's struggles to finish. How how long do we say he's young? How long do we say he'll get there? How long do we say that before we finally go, this kid just can't score a goal? At least not as a number nine. So, I'll go the whole season, but the end of the season. Um, I'd just like to draw your attention to Richarlison, who seems to be similar. Played brilliant for Brazil. Seems to be able to score for Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um Nunes scores for Uruguay routinely. And do I think Richarlison's a bad finisher? No, but he can't seem to do it in the Premier League. And same with Nunes. Um, Spurs haven't yet given up on Richarlison, but they perhaps should do. Um, so, so yeah, but I'll give him to the end of the season, the, the real transfer market, not the January window, because okay. when, when real talent's available. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I actually don't really have an answer for that because... I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I, I'm I'm partial to... I how, don't know. It's hard. How many times are we going to watch him miss a sitter before we finally go, okay, this just isn't the guy? Uh, we're going to watch that until Jota comes back. Yeah, but that's not like he's the answer. No, but he's the one person I trust to stick his neck on the line to get a goal in front of a keeper or in front of a boot. He's, he's a I don't poacher. see. I don't... Yeah, he is a great poacher. Yeah. I don't see that in Darwin... He'll stick his leg out like he's Holland, or he'll stick a boot through it and then stick it at Skyward. But I don't, I don't see that courage, that bravery. Uh, he's got bravery in spades. His problem is yeah, technique. when he's trying to take on the bold one from Man City. He's, he's. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to him. There's a lot to like about him, but I don't know his finishing. He's which got is the flair. He's got job. the flair. He just needs to finish. And he's good everywhere else on the pitch. I'm not giving up 100% on the guy. I just... No. No. I need him to find form. Yeah. Find it fucking fast. I don't think the Gakpo is exactly um, slotting the ball in the back of the net. And he plays as a more center forward. And I know he has been playing a lot as a midfielder as well. Mm -hmm. He's not starting. Yeah. Yeah. Darwin can't play that. No, he can't. He can't. Which is weird because he tends to be the guy that goes box to box more than anyone. You'll see him running down... Guys with the ball on defense and stuff. He's he's just a weird player. I mean, it's safe to say it's getting a little worrying. Salah has 11 goals. The next person on our list has got four. Yeah. Which is Jada and Darwin. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's rough. All right. So we're going to... we're still one point from the top, and that's what fucking matters right now. We're still in the chase. There you go. All right. Let's take a quick break before we talk about United and Liverpool. Welcome back, listener. All right, this is going to be a tough segment because we have to talk about our nil-nil draw with United at Anfield, which I think is the only time they've come away with points in like their last eight trips to Anfield or something like that. First time Liverpool haven't scored in 34 games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. Still a fortress, still no losses. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Positives, mates. Yeah, there we go. Silver lining. Thanks, Tom. It's the season. United is still shit. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. 
<laughs> well, yeah. Even with a draw, they ended up in eighth, didn't they? Seventh? I don't, seventh I, don't, I don't look at their position at the table. There's no need to. If they're not in the top four, it doesn't matter, and they are far it, from the top four. Was it Shankly that said, I only look at two positions, ours and where Everton is, <laughs> to make sure they're near the bottom or something like that? I like that one. I think Shankly actually said, I only look at two results, and that was Liverpool and uh, Liverpool's um, reserves. Oh. That's uh, what he actually yeah. said. That's so. even better. <laughs> That's even better. All right, so what do we think about Liverpool and United? Tom, why don't you lead us off? Lots of positives few negatives uh positives i've never seen a a northwest derby like that where we have been in their half for what seemed like 90 percent of the game 68 percent actually to be it was crazy in their half or possession yeah possession oh in their half though like we were in there yeah most of the game, ninety percent, I would say. I I would love to see that stat. I should have looked it up. Wasn't it just a Mourinho parked the bus though? No. Yeah, I it, I didn't it, get that they were parking the bus. Yeah, it was totally was. I mean, more so than At we one usually time they had see. Six defenders. I was gonna. And I, none of them were Maguire. Uh, <laughs> true they did cut to him on the bench at one point in his coat just looking like oh man it was horrible um the rain played jokes. extremely well for, yes. uh, for united and um again back to my power statement from before which you refuted but i do think the quality of united's defenders i can't believe i'm saying that about evans but uh, i am <laughs> but uh, still they were organized they they didn't you know, we were restricted to shots outside the box. Um, you know, we had a few shots. Joe Gomez had two shots. 36 shots, I think it was, or 34 yeah, shots. Only yeah. eight on target. Unreal. And Gomez had two of them. So, so Canate had one of them. Yeah, we were shooting. It was, that wasn't bad, that one, either. Um, yeah, he had a nice <coughs> little turn. But he, there was so much time for players in the box when they did get in there. Well, that's where some of the bad comes in, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot of mistouches around the box. In the final third, we just couldn't seem to get it together uh there's a lot of chatter online there's, a, there's accompanied with a picture of the ball sitting in front of the goal and darwin stopping yes. and putting his hand up i That's said BS. that to you. i said that to That's you bs he knew it was offside anyway. He was offside yeah. to begin with. Yeah, I noticed that in and the game. That's, and that's that's why he didn't um try and get the ball. But it's all been made um Again, the, the, the continue the narrative of if he had a poacher's instinct, if he was a true goal scorer, he would have been on that ball and putting it in the net and not appealing. But he knew it was... He wasn't so. appealing. I thought he was shouting at Salah for taking the ball off him. No, I think he was appealing for a foul. All right, either way. Mm. But your natural instinct as a striker should be go after the ball, put it in the net, even if you are yeah, offside. I, I, because can't, I can't disagree with we, you there either, really. But uh, We go back to VAR. Oh, there was no foul. He wasn't offside. Boom, we have a goal. Uh, I, again, I, I think you're right. But yeah. I, sorry. I, I do I'm, think it was overhyped a little bit. I'm sorry. I, yeah, it's, it's much ado about nothing, but there is a little bit to read between the lines yeah. on that. I don't think it's nearly as bad as people are making it to be, but it's still concerning. I mean, we just finished our last segment talking about how Darwin just doesn't seem like that natural exactly. number nine, we which he's just not. just listed centre-backs as our best chances for goals. Well, don't forget Trent. <laughs> Trent was Trent, the closest. Mm-hmm. That was pretty close, oh. but he had a little too much curve on that. But, oh, wow. Yeah, I'm not going to fault him for, no. for, for for putting that one millimeters wide. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Sabosh shot over the bar pretty 
high and wide. And you you weren't hot on him for the game. I thought Saboslai, I think, I, it's hard to say a dip in form since we're only not even halfway through the season. Yeah, I think you said dip in form, though. But it's, he looked really good to start, and the last couple of games he has been, and no one's talking, I know everyone loves Saboslai. I love Saboslai. But he, d- I, here's my thing. The right side, we've got Trent, we've got Saboslai, and we've got Salah. I think there's too much going on there, too much creativity. I think Trent and Saboslai. <laughs> Trent and Saboslai are getting their wires crossed in midfield, and then Salah doesn't know where to go and has to kind of make a lot of split last second decisions, cutting in because these guys are kind of off on each other. And I think that's becoming a huge problem. Is there's we're almost overloaded on talent in on that right side, and you can't have three creators all going down one line because they're just not clicking together. And I think we're seeing a lot of that. And Sabasai seems to be the one that struggles the most with it. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about that. I just think it's a dip in form. His control was off. His passing was off. Manu Salah's passing was off too. There was, well, it's there was a, a lot dip of in form, passes. but I think that's the problem is if you watch him and he's always trying to react to what Trent's doing because Trent's just kind of free roaming. Yeah. And while it can be really great, on those games where it's not all coming together, Sabasla is the too one that's much sort of, thinking about what he should be doing, and he's trying to he's, predict what Trent is going to do because Trent has become kind of unpredictable. And again, that can be good, but it's also it. you know, and that's what I've noticed at least in the last couple of games is that while Trent is, I would say probably one of, if not the best player on the pitch in the last four or five games for Liverpool, he's also creating problems by being the best player mm-hmm. on the pitch because he's out of position. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Sabostai was the worst. I no Endo I, was. I think Endo was. Yeah, we haven't got to Endo <laughs> yet. So um, Endo, I get knocked down. Yeah, he does get up again though. Yeah. Only to never, get knocked down get, again. Yeah. <laughs> but you're never going to keep him down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he seems to be really struggling to get to the pace and the physicality of the Premier League. Mm. Th- those two things and. Those two things are pretty important for a defensive midfielder. Yep, probably the two most important things. But he does have a tenacity to win the ball back again. He is, you know, when he does lose the ball, he's very James Milner-esque in his um, um, desire to and fouling. Dive in, yeah, dive in and get the ball back, and <laughs> but he's usually just a, taking a man with a foul. <laughs> yeah, he is a placeholder. That's yes. a McAllister role. We're waiting for him to come back. Uh, here we go with this. Yeah, I don't, McAllister's yeah, not the right player there either. Yeah, but, is but the right he, player there. at the moment in our squad, he is just a placeholder. Yes. That's my point. So, yeah. I, and, but, there is and, no, but we've said it before, we, also, we don't play with a number six. We play with a rotating cast of people who kind of play three positions and try to rotate through there. Yeah, but when you don't have... Any an, of them are actually natural at that position. <laughs> well, I was going to say, if you don't have a false nine that's falling back enough, you're putting a lot of pressure on that midfield instead of having four you have three now and it gives and it takes away the midfield is really good when we're going forward and then when we're falling back we're noticing i mean we've been talking about it all season do you do something like what guardiola is doing with walker well that's that's instead of using a false nine you just bring in the you put three the back you bring Walker up into midfield. Now you got a four in the midfield and three. But uh, isn't that's that what we do- midfield? But uh, isn't that what we're doing with Trent? Yes, <laughs> but yeah. Trent is, doesn't but really play defensive midfielder when he's in that role. Exactly. 
Right. He plays more an attacking role and ends up, up over way over left. Uh, yeah, well, he's all over the place, which again is <laughs> he's a, a double free roaming player apart from goalkeeper. Which but, is a role that was usually for Curtis Jones, at least that's what we saw last season, which is kind of a free roaming midfield, kind of do a little bit of everything, nothing brilliantly, but all good enough to link everything together. And now Curtis is not in that same role for whatever reason. And we're seeing Trent take on that role, but Trent is more ball dominant than Jones was. Jones is willing to kind of play whatever position where Trent's too creative to just do what Curtis Jones was doing so well. Oh yeah, Trent always wants the ball at his feet. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I always want him to have the ball, but I think there should, and I've seen it online now, finally, I've been saying this for months, put Gomez at right back, throw Trent in midfield and see what happens. Yeah, Tom did comment at the pub of uh, something about um, Nick's getting his desire right now. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah, I and I really think that th- this is kind of, especially with Southgate playing Trent as a midfielder primarily in England, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it's only a matter of time before we see it. I wonder if Klopp is just kind of waiting for maybe Gomez to really get his feet into that role, or maybe bring in I another player. I thought Gomez has been pretty good in this last stretch, awesome. um, in this whole not just the United game, but in the in the games he's played recently. But being I think happy. he he had a rough go against Sheffield, but he was over at left back for yeah, that game, which really isn't his his spot. Kwanzaa is looking pretty nice too. Yeah, Kwanzaa against a, Palace. Rough, Kwanzaa didn't play well against no, Palace. No, he had a so, rough time. I was going to say uh, there, but against United, I thought he played great. Actually, he had moments. It was either he Kwanzaa was bad or really good against Palace. He did some really awesome stuff and some stuff that instantly canceled it out by being equally as bad. Um, well, but that's way the penalty was terrible, yeah. rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess that's kind of to be expected from a player of his age and lack of experience. I, I'm still pretty high on quantity. Yeah, I'm um, going, Watching him go forward is nice to see as well. He's getting a lot of confidence to move into midfield with the ball, a bit like Matip does. Yeah, uh, confidence. But, I like. Yeah, he's yeah. not afraid to yeah. to really take. Charge. So hopefully he's going to be the next Joe Matip, but uh, like a verge. Replica? He kind of looks like Joel Matip. He's got the same lanky, tall sort of. Wow, does he look just to think Matip. all tall people are lanky? <laughs> You're lankiest. I mean, I know some less than lanky tall people as well, but I don't like pointing fingers. <laughs> anyway, um, hey, stop pointing at O'Neill. So, so what? What was our takeaway from from United then? Two points dropped. Two points dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was kind of what I thought too. We need a striker. Was what was going through my mind for most of that game. Or just, I mean, we've been... I don't think the supply was there. It wasn't the striker's fault. Yeah. Um, seven years now with Klopp. Is this his eighth? And breaking down the low block is still mm-hmm. his biggest. That is the one nut he hasn't been able to crack. We did look strong on our corners again. Verge got a few. Yeah. He got a few on target. Against United? Yeah. Yeah. Have a look yeah. at back at the highlights, mate. Yeah. A couple of those corners uh, came in and Verge is on the I thought our delivery wasn't so good. I thought we st- we either our, overhit it long or we hit the first man. Simi's but. getting better at corners. Yeah, there was a couple of corners that came in from Simi that I will were in the it, but, uh, first half. They were pretty decent. He did have some wayward ones, don't yeah, get me wrong. But when but, you have as many corners as we had, geez, they're not all going to be perfect. <laughs> Unbelievable how many. I don't remember the number off the top of my head, but holy We moly. had eight by half time, I think it was. Yeah, it was, yeah it eight was to incident. one, I think yeah. it was. Yeah, unreal. Which is part of the good. It's hard to say a lot of good about a game that we drew against our fiercest rivals. But, Who parked I mean, the bus? Yeah, yeah. The, so the reason that I was saying that earlier, I think I didn't get to finish my thought, is parking the bus, typically, when I picture that, it's just 10 men behind the ball. Whereas 
United were still throwing guys out. There was some spread in the midfield when they were they were trying to counter us. So yeah. it didn't it wasn't like in my and I could be misremembering, but in my mind it wasn't like the traditional park the bus the way Palace did. I felt like it was Arsenal in like what was that year they won the um title without losing. Oh, the Invincibles? Yeah, they played around the box the entire time. And they would get a loose ball into Henri. Bang! It's in the goal. Yeah. Right. Was, yeah, I could. We see just that. didn't have the Henri that day. Yeah. And we play around the box a lot more lately because we have the talent to play around the box. We've got the midfield engine. You've got the Diaz bringing it in. You got Salah bringing it in. You got people coming up the middle. But the quality wasn't there, guys. There was. But the, the there's final no ball one. Wasn't it, yes. it, it wasn't the strike. It, it was, was great the until ball. the last step. Yeah. I agree. The finishing isn't there. Yeah. And Diaz is just as guilty as the rest of them, yeah, honestly. Yeah, no, I agree. As much as I love Diaz, you know, we all love Lucho, but he just, I, I don't know what's been up, I feel like, for the last season and a half. And I'm always so scared to criticize him because he's done so much good. But half of last season when he was finally healthy, and then almost most of this season, he just doesn't look like that player he was in that first half that he came into the team. He's just, I, I, I don't know, he, he doesn't pass a lot, which is fine. It's not really his role to be like that on-the-dot passer, but he's just always trying to get around his guy. He takes his man on, but he just never gets through. And then I'll notice guys that are open on either side of him, and he's too focused on dribbling to try to kick the ball out and then make a run in to receive the ball from whoever he gives it out to. Yeah, no, he I, needs I, more I definitely, field vision. I, 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 so I'd agree with that last statement. I think mm-hmm. that summed it up really well, that he, uh, he needs more field vision. There's a time and a place, and you need the talent to take a man on, and he has that. Yeah. But there needs to be the right choices made at the right time, and he's not Thank quite you. getting it. Exactly, yeah. So that's not heavy criticism of Diaz. It's just something he should work on. In the same way, Darwin needs to learn how to score goals. <laughs> so we need vision and creativity. We need to spread the creativity because it's all down the right side of the pitch right now. We need to give a little bit of that to the left. So I don't know if we, when you want to include this, but does Carvalho coming back in change anything? No. <laughs> we were is all hard on him last year. Is he back? He's back. Recalled him from his loan because he wasn't getting, Get up, cause he wasn't getting enough minutes. I didn't hear that. Yeah. When did this happen? Same, Breaking news. Listen. Same press conference that Pepe gave the injury reports. And I missed it. Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy to hear that. I love him. So does it change anything? <laughs> no. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I don't think it's going to change anything for him either. I don't think he's going to get the minutes here. Well, yeah, they... Where was he, Leipzig? Yes. Yeah. Um, just to be clear, what Pep said, he said something along the lines of he needs the minutes, whether it's here or somewhere else. Um, ah, okay. So, so he could be brought in to be loaned out again in January elsewhere or could be brought in to be sold in January. Send him to Scotland. We've done so well trading <laughs> we players have. back and we forth have. with Scotland. Yeah, not for a lot of money usually. Well, he though. came yeah. from Scotland, didn't he? No, he came from Fulham. Right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. Okay. So uh, let's do closing thoughts on Liverpool and United, if you have any. Um, who was your player of the match? Allison. Yeah. Yeah. Good shout. <laughs> I'm going to go with Trent just to be the... the, the i tell you who it wasn't. <laughs> Sabaslai. Oh, Endo. <laughs> oh, Endo. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Endo is far worse than Sabaslai. Simi had a good game. That's, yeah, Simi. Yeah, had a yeah Simi was good. Simi, he struggled a little bit when he started coming in for Rabo, and now he's he's finding his form, which is great. Yeah. Just in time for Rabo to come back in a couple <laughs> of weeks, maybe. 
All right, let's take a quick break and then we'll look at the rest of the league. Welcome back, listener. Let's talk about the key results from last weekend. Um, I want to start with City and Palace. Yeah, just a routine victory for City. You know, they were just strolling, 2-0 up, and uh, strolling uh, as you'd expect, huh? Yeah, you know, the Eagles, they, they're they a tough team, huh? Ah, Don't you guys ah. think? They're a pretty pretty tough team. They oh, really, they really did stick it. I in. I made an NFL reference. <laughs> they stick in, and they, uh, they, they just, you know, top-of-the-table teams, they don't lay down for them, you know what I mean? 2-2 two, two draw. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I love when I'm right. It's so um, good to Do you think City are connected right. to the same anchor as Spurs are? I was thinking that. Yeah, it, was, it was very Spursy, but um, you know, what are they? They're only four points uh, off the top, yeah. aren't they? Three points off us. They were, they were, the, the crazy thing is how far up they were that quickly to still only be a few points off the top now after yeah. bleeding results for the last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, we've we've said it at prior seasons. Every team goes through their rough patches, and um, they get City is going through theirs yeah. right now. Um, Hopefully, it lasts a few seasons. <laughs> they're going to get a massive deduction. So you think so? I do. So I think they'll be relegated to two divisions. Is what I think that. Whoa, come to. that's a oh, that's Rangers staff. But um, that's a it's huge. Shout. But it's not announced till twenty five, isn't it? Isn't they? Isn't that when they said they because they announced the date that the verdict would be given? I thought it was like February twenty twenty five. What, like something. a movie release? Yeah, yeah. They've said that that's Coming they're, they're drawing a line on when it's going to, to be a released. Premier League but I think you. yeah, exactly. But it's um, anyway. Um, that's so yeah. weird. Okay. City. More on um, that later. <laughs> yeah, City. Our wankers. Well, they've got no De Bruyne. They've got no Rodrigo, who might have no been bad for that game. Got mm-hmm. no Haaland. Um, you know, odd, but when you miss key pieces, the, you struggle. And in the past, they've always had the talent in the depth. But mm-hmm. I do think they've been a little bit more cautious with financial fair play. So mm-hmm. they let some of their talent go. We talked about it before, the Mares and people like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they've got some good players like Rico Lewis coming through. And they've got some players like um, Calvin Phillips, who just didn't turn out Ooh. he'll be gone in january yeah, yeah i was gonna say i heard a rumor about that yeah yeah, yeah. Well, yeah they actually talked about it on the broadcast they oh no way. talking about calvin Phillips. yeah they're like yeah he won't be there in january so <laughs> my, like, oh, my only okay. point here is that those players in the past that when Mara's left there would have been someone to fill in they would have had the the, mm-hmm. the talent and uh, yeah the depth isn't there yeah and i think that is a consequence of financial depth, fair play. depth is what i mean not to take anything away from pep and the pool of talent that they had in that team over the last five six years but Depth is what won them those titles. It's not Pep is a brilliant manager, but he's not some secret genius, you know. And it's not just because they had so much money they could buy the best players; it's that they could buy a lot of really great players. Well, we did an episode on that, and somebody, we did. Somebody I'm just did summarize very good. So. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> yeah, we ultimately decided Pep is shit. <laughs> but yeah, their so, manager is a dollar sign. <laughs> so Roy Hodgson's Palace hold City two two. After holding Liverpool to only two goals at home. So uh, that does make Liverpool better than City, at least. <laughs> we already knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Never mind, never mind. <laughs> at least so, he's a great player, huh? Uh, yes. I yes, feel like yeah. it's only been the last couple of seasons that his name gets thrown around, and I, I feel like he's going to suffer from the Zaha syndrome where no one's even going to know how great he is because he's at Palace, who are aggressively mediocre. I, I hear you, but Zaha went to, um, to United. Yeah, couldn't, when United had a lot of riches uh, at their disposal couldn't and couldn't make it, so it was under 
Jose? No, it was before. I think it I don't know. Before. They went through so many fucking managers. Yeah. They yeah, went through yeah. more managers than Chelsea. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> that's no, no. <laughs> uh, Grealish Tottenham. gets a goal. <laughs> yeah, quality player. He's um, weird player. Uh, in, well, in my mind, Pep spoiled him. He just tried to. He's taken the um, Kieran Knight. Taken the quality out of yeah. He's taken oh. the quality out of him and the inventiveness and tried to make him a system player, which is what he does. Um, yeah, I agree. But. Um, I like the old Jack Grealish at, the, at Villa. Yeah, Villa. You know, off Villa the leash. Grealish was yeah. fun. Yeah. 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 He's a great player. Um, he, had but a de- I, he had a decent goal this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was bringing him up. Um, I think uh, that's something that I've criticized Pep of over the, the, the course of our show here is that he, he's as brilliant as his football is. It's boring to watch. It's very mechanical. Like, to your it's point. Jump I, I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wins titles. But, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just... Even in their most exciting games, not since um, Mancini, were they an exciting team to watch? I've got to contradict you there. Uh, the Luton game against City. I thought that was pretty exciting. Oh, that was a good game. That was. Yeah. It was nice watching... Well, the first half. Yeah. That's that's what I was talking about. <laughs> it was nice watching Luton A score one. Um, but you could see where their faults were. And I think that's where people are starting to... like. Palace is like, hey, we found their exploits. We're going to do this. Luton just didn't have the strength and the the pace to keep yeah, up. The gas tank. Yeah. Like they had a lot of shots on target. They had a lot of possession. Just couldn't finish it. And that's been, I think, the story of Luton for most of the season is like they have a lot of ta- uh, a lot of um, going forward. But yeah, just, they've got the heart. Yeah. I thought you jumped off the Luton bandwagon, but it sounds like you're trying to get back on it again. I, no. It's, Save it for next <laughs> episode's table talk. I was sick and I watched I, a lot of football, mate. I've got, I've got a soft spot for Luton growing myself. I watch non-league stuff. Um, let's move on to Arsenal and Brighton. Um, Arsenal won. Yeah, Arsenal beat Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Brighton is... I don't. They've also attached to the um, anchor of Spurs. I think they're the ones anchoring the anchor that <laughs> Spurs got hooked on. <laughs> they well, are just I mean, I said it. Um, I've said it for obviously, uh, uh, honestly, from the beginning of the season that um, I was super surprised at the Zerbi. He was doing fantastic, but I didn't think they could keep it going, losing you the pieces right. that they lost. And I just think you know, it's it, it's just coming true now. So I can't believe yeah. I said that. The magic's yeah, gone. You. It sucks to say because they were really, really fun. But even watching them now, it's just uninspired. Uh, they look defeated before they. Yeah. You know. And meanwhile, I will say that Casado and uh, is starting to click a little bit at Chelsea. And um, some, you know, some of the the players that Brighton lost, McAllister, um, Casado, uh, they're starting to find their footing yeah. in their teams. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was going to say McAllister until, of course, he gets. Yes. What a weird injury he's got yeah. too. It's a cut on the leg. But it ended up being like some kind. It was more complicated than they. Yeah, got infected or something. What's that? Could have got infected. I think it's just where it is. I I don't know where it is, but the way Pep was talking in that press conference, it sounded like it was just in a spot that it just won't heal because it's just in constant motion, so he can't train or anything. Just real freak injury. And for those who may be a little confused, every time we say Pep in the Liverpool reference, we're talking about Pep Linders, our assistant manager. Can we just use Linders going forward? And then sometimes we talk about Pep and we talk about City's manager. (laughs) Yeah, no, good good point, Neil. Yeah, we'll try to specify. his name Yosup? Yosef Guardiola. It is, yes. Then nobody will know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so Arsenal win. Not a lot to say about that. Brentford and Villa. So Villa's going to be a team that we're going to be talking about a lot now that they're in the top four. Um, we've been talking about them a lot all season because they've, they're like what Brighton was last year. Villa have become this year, except I would say that Emery's got a much more solid unit to work with. I agree. Um, and they're actually starting to get a little scary. Did, who did Villa lose in the um, beginning of the season? I can't think of anybody. Was Suarez still there at the start of the season? Or had he already gone? Suarez was on... Was he? Suarez was on Villa... I don't think he's on about Luis Suarez. No. <laughs> no, Suarez. Whatever. Uh, that's not who you're thinking about. Nunes. No, was it, was it? No, that was Wolves. Wolves, okay, yeah. Mm. Yeah, not sure. But um, but yes, I, I think the Villas had some consistency in their, their team. Emery's working well with them. Yeah. You know, he... He was great at Sevilla, was Emery, and um, he's he's actually been great everywhere apart from Arsenal. He gave us a run in uh, the Champions League a couple yeah. of years ago. I say he's been great everywhere he's been apart from the Arsenal. So, so yeah, um, very impressed with what he's doing. Can they stay there for the duration? As long as Ollie Watkins keeps as, scoring goals. I was going to say as long as Ollie Watkins can stay fit, which uh, yeah. he, he wasn't. So True. So, um, yeah. uh, they've got I, – I'm, I'm slowly – now that I've been watching them more – um, I'm yeah, starting Diaz, to get to know Diaby. their team. Yeah, they've got a really – Yeah, those players have Premier League minutes under their belt. These are yeah. not a bunch of kids like what Brighton was yeah. was playing with. Watkins has nine goals, six assists. Uh, yeah, he, he Diaby does. has three goals, four assists. And then you look at their midfield and half their team either has a goal or an assist. Yeah, they can get it from anywhere. And then having Ollie Watkins being the anchor, the, the that st- stability – of that forward line is I mean a striker can we get McGinn oh yeah just because he reminds me of Roy Keane just <laughs> he's a great midfielder talk about a great defensive midfielder alright to round out this segment we'll just mention that uh, Spurs and Newcastle both won so they're uh, Newcastle actually is still getting the odd result um, here given their given their injuries they look so dead on their feet it was, I know it was just I felt so bad watching Newcastle because I just I really felt for them um I do think that Eddie Howe possibly is training him too hard. It's been a criticism leveled at Klopp. Mm. And when you've got a really busy schedule of Champions League games and Carabao Cup games and FA Cup games. And players that are used to that. Uh, exactly. And then mm. you're training at that level. I think the injuries have caught up with him possibly because of um, his style of play and his training methods. Mm. Uh, we be. have them on the 1st of January. Hopefully still Oh, suck. they're the New Year's game, huh? Yeah. Uh I always hate playing Newcastle. They're such shit house team. I, I I don't like playing against them. Seems like Kieran Trippier is. It's like he lost his mojo or something. It's just overplayed. He's exhausted. Needs a break. Yeah, yeah. And they don't. And they we did say that about Newcastle. They didn't invest a ton of money into well, a they whole new squad. Again, they couldn't because they followed fair play, yeah. right exactly. But they lost tonight. You know. What's that? They lost tonight. I saw, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're again, having a Trippier, rough stretch. Trippier's problem again. Mm. What did he do? I, I can't remember. Missed the penalty. Missed the penalty <laughs> kick. Oh, yikes! Um, we have them at Anfield, so that's well, all. We already beat them once this season when they were at full strength. So hopefully we, we don't have to worry about that. Um, but yeah, and then do Spurs. You remember won. that game? <laughs> what do you mean? It was the, the late late goal. Yeah, the two late goals. Yeah, McAllister got the red yeah. card. The, yeah. Was it was that McAllister or Verge that got the red card against Newcastle? Yeah, I can't remember because we were back to matter. back. Yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break, and uh, Neil's going to give us a cup date. 
Welcome back, listener. Neil, take it away. So, a cup date. It's uh, quite a lot to catch up on. Uh, uh, listeners, when you left us, Nick was storming to victory with, um, I believe, I claimed that Tom needed a new manager for his team because he was uh, falling woefully short. So, a um, little bit of a table's turning here. So, week 13, Tom is the winner with 14 points. Whoop, whoop. Week 14, Tom is the winner with 11 points. Whoop, whoop. Week 15, Tom is the joint winner with eight points. Three weeks in a row, Week baby. Week 16, Tom is the winner um, Four weeks joint in a row, baby. with the other two people. It's not and three weeks in a week, row if you tied a week. And week 17, if Tom, you're not first, is, you're last. <laughs> Tom is no longer the winner. Yeah. But um, also in the, that time, to, to, uh, to catch you up here, the, um, the, the final standings, I'll just go to those, is Tom has 173 points. Which is a distant, distant, long way ahead is Nick with 190. Unfortunately for somebody called Neil, uh, Tom is now equal um, on 173. So Tom and Neil, 173 points. Nick, 190. Nick did get 14 points this week. Um, so, uh, And by the way, the Bournemouth-Luton um, game finished 1-1. That that does not count. It's been abandoned by the by the FA. Yeah, it's got to be replayed. Uh, the EPL and they are replaying that game. So uh, right. So what? Ha- I, I, I just meant to bring that points. up. We have no points from it at all. But what happened? Tom Lockley had game? a heart attack. <laughs> Tom oh. Lockley had a ta- heart attack. Second time he's had a heart attack. A cardiac arrest. Oh he had a cardiac God. arrest in the playoff final, and they um, put a. He had atrial atrial fibrillation actually, and uh, they put a device in. And they gave him the all clear to resume playing and said it wouldn't happen again. And uh, it has now happened again. Oh, no. Oh, man. An abandoned game is replayed unless the competition rules or organizers determine otherwise. That is the rule from the FA, uh, which means beyond the control of either club, it will be replayed. Yeah. So is he okay? No. I mean... He's. I doubt. Oh, he should again. never play well, football no, again. Is he alive? Yeah, he's, oh, yeah. He's alive healthy. And he's, yeah. Well, yeah, he's as healthy as you can uh, be. Again, he has a device, an implant. You can't play in some leagues with this implant, but um, the, it's the same thing that Ericsson had the yeah. implant, and uh, you're not allowed to play in Italy with a medical device, which is why his contract was torn up over there, which is why he came back to the Premier League because right, their rules say you can play if you're medically Bruce. cleared. Right. But yeah, Tom Lockley, fucked over Brentford. Even if he's medically cleared, which he might be, he um, he, I don't think he'll play. Yeah, probably not. He's a twenty nine, um, captain of the team. I know we say but, football uh, is life, but football is not life. Life is. Yeah. is we'll see. Life. I wish him all the best. That's no, no matter what he yeah. decides to do. If if he wants to come back, then good it's, on him. I it's just, happening more and more in football, though. That's the scary thing. Like, yeah, I just think I play, think I can remember are, four of them now, including Ericsson yeah. and now Tom. But yeah. players, I think, are that much more tuned. That they're they're performing right on the limits, the right, right. on the limits of human endurance, oh, yeah. and yes. so uh, I've been saying that for a couple of years. And same sports. thing for hamstrings and That's Achilles and MCLs and all these yeah. things. Yeah. yeah, science has made sports it has made humans the best they can possibly be at sports, but the human body itself can't handle that at the volume that we're expecting. That's why in baseball and basketball and football we're seeing this so much more. Uh, a great book anyone should read is called Born to Run. Yes. In actual book. first chapter, he says that the human knees are not meant to run. They're <laughs> barely meant to walk. 
it explains why I can't get out of, my, out of my bed in the morning. <laughs> you can't get out of bed in the morning because we have to plant you <laughs> in the soil to make sure you get enough nutrients. It's a good shout, Tom. I love that book. I read that book years ago, and it's one of my all-time favorites. Oh, it's so inspirational. And I'm just glad that we um, are talking about the Come On Red Man Cup and my woeful performance. So, so anyway, thank you. back to the Come On Red Man <laughs> Cup. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. So you guys are tied. Yeah, and you have a, a massive 17 points ahead. Well, that's the thing. Tom won all these weeks in a row, but he didn't win by a lot of points. <laughs> yeah, right 13, on I just 13 this week this to your 14, 8 to 8. <laughs> Um, he beat you by 1.8 to 7, uh, 11 to 9. That was you. You came bottom that week. And 14 to 10. That was his big catch-up week. But go. the week before, you did, um, yeah, you, you you prevailed quite handily, 12 to 7. So, so yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I was worried about that week, too, because I had been so sick and not watching any football and just sleeping for days and days. When you asked me for my predictions, I was just like, Screw it. Whatever. Here you go. Yeah, you, didn't do, you didn't do too badly. Um, all right. Cool. Well, thank you, Neil. I, I tried. I tried to predict some. Um, I, you know, I predicted Fulham beating um, Newcastle. I think because I, I thought that uh, with all their injury problems and their Champions League endeavors, but uh, that won't hurt me. <laughs> so, um, all right. Very quickly, um, do we have any thoughts on the Europa League? Lost to Union Saint No, Gilwa. we threw out all our little squad members that just yeah. needed some minutes. And well, it looked like a bunch of individuals hadn't played together. Yeah, yeah, because they're still almost one. You know, like youth squad, and they haven't played together. We did not look like we were going to win that game no. at any point. No, which is why when I say still almost one, that's yeah, two one loss. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah, uneventful, but we're already on to the No injuries, one. that's all that's all we wanted out of that mm -hmm. game. Bingo. All right, we'll take a quick break and then we'll look ahead to the quarterfinals of the Caribou Cup where we play West Ham. Now, welcome back, listener. All right, we're in the quarterfinals of the Carabao Cup, the League Cup, the Milk, Milk Cup, Cup. Coca-Cola yeah, Cup. Yeah, we do this every Rumble year. Cup. There we go. Thank you. Um, West Ham is the our Ringo opponent. The Cups. Did we play West Ham this season yet? I don't even remember. This is bad. Anyway. Yes, we did. We I did, I can't right? remember the result because I remember um, Carly from Spool for Britain's a big West Ham fan, and she was at the, uh, the back. We won. Oh, yeah. Yep. I don't remember the score, though. I remember being very torn because of James Ward-Prowse. I didn't know who to root for, Liverpool or James Ward-Prowse. It was a tough one for me. That's always the same, oh my gosh. same thing. I want to drag you out of this place and beat you with something. <laughs> anyway. You choose Liverpool. Actually, when we're on the subject of the I pub, somebody came in this week, and um, a listener came to the pub and uh, delivered a present for Nick. We have and, a listener. Um, so, yeah, we actually have a listener, and the listener came in and, and uh, delivered a present for Nick, and uh, I think you should open it, Nick. We'll go back to this oh, segment in a second. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Nick, Sorry about to be that. opened while recording from a fan of the show. The most surprising part is the fan of the show. You are the one. Thank you, listener. It's Burgundy. It's Burgundy. <laughs> it's, what is it, Nick? It's, oh. it's a shirt covered in James Ward Prouse's. It's a James Ward Prowse <laughs> tribute oh, shirt. Oh this is brilliant. And, um, brilliant. <laughs> and you can wear it tomorrow for the game at the pub. 
Since as as you were so torn about who to root wow. for, apparently you now know. I, I love this one of him swinging Good the timing. golf club. Good timing. <laughs> <laughs> so which fan was it that purchased this? I don't know to give them credit on um, on air or not, but uh, but yeah, I think I'll tell you off there. All right, all right. Well, thank you, fan. That is amazing. I'm gonna hang that up. I don't even want to wear it. No, tomorrow at the pub. You need to wear it to the pub. I not not when they're playing Liverpool. <laughs> I can't do that. I like the back too. That's that's great. You bring it to the pub. You bring it to the pub, and you need to, you have to get at least one pitcher. That's amazing. Wow, thank you, listener. I'm I'm touched. So I thought it was the appropriate time to uh, awesome. to, uh, to have you open that. So uh, so yeah. So Liverpool West Ham, uh, James Ward Prowse. Oh, uh, the West Ham James Ward Prowses. Imagine if they had eleven James Ward Prowses. That wasn't that so the dream? many set pieces. How many Carragers could we want? <laughs> yeah, a team full of Carragers. Uh, so on that note, do we, we play a do we play a strong lineup or do we play the team that's uh, be you know does Kelleher start in goal? No, quarters, you, you send, send the first team No, out. Kelleher starts. Kelleher starts. Yeah, he deserves his spot. He, he has is, he been, But he hasn't been playing all the League Cup games, has he? Yes. Has he? Yep. Yeah. Okay. We've then always yeah. put a we've always put a experimental team out in this cup so far. Okay. All right, yeah, if he's if he's been holding down the forward. Yeah, oh, think, yeah, you know what? You, you're right. Yeah, he's been doing that in Europa, I think. Yeah, so yeah. I think Kelleher will play. Um, I think we'll see Salah. Yeah, yeah. quarterfinals. We'll see the first team. Gakpo will start over Nunez. Oh, maybe. Maybe. It'll be a more conservative lineup if Gakpo starts. Um, I, I Yeah, I think I th- it would be. I think be, Trent may stay out in midfield. That would be a with, good, yeah. With Gomez uh, right yeah, back. Gomez right back. Uh, yep, yep, I like that. Ponser, I think, will play. No, Kanate. Yeah, I was going to say. I would Kanate. put Kanate out. Yeah, Kanate, Kanate Verge, Verge, Simi. Um, Robo 100. <laughs> I feel like Robbo one-handed would still be able to play a pretty decent ball. gets another chance. Oh, no, God, I really, I, honestly, it's the Carabao I'm, Cup. Why stick not? Elliot out. We've got we've because got Arsenal coming up. We've got two big games coming up. I th- no. Ah. no 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 no. Uh, stick him Graham in for the Burnley game in jo- a week. Jones, Jones, good shout. Yeah, Jones, Jones, good start. Yeah, Jones, like Sabasli. Yeah. Yeah, put, uh, put Jones and in. And Doak's in injured, so he won't play. No, um, no. Tiago's no. not back yet. No, we'll see Diaz in either Tiago or Who's Darwin. <laughs> He's in the shadow room. We already talked about it earlier. Um, the shadow room. Yeah, I th- I, he put out a strong lineup. It's the quarterfinals. It's a it's a trophy, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, be, but be loyal to the people that got you there. Yeah, I think he'll. Yeah. I think it'll be a mixture. Mm. Yeah. But we've used our squad pretty well this season anyway, so lots of the games have been a mixture. Well, that's the thing. Even with all these injuries that that we've got right now, we still have a strong team with depth. Does Callum Scanlon or um, Luke Chambers play instead of Simi at left back? No. No, No, definitely not. No, West West Ham are going to put their first team out for sure. Oh, West Ham will put the first team out. Yeah, I mean. so we we can't screw around with with that. I don't I don't mind putting so like even if Kwanzaa plays at some point in the game, depending on how it plays. Well, Kwanzaa's out. a first team, as far as I'm concerned. <clears throat> with Matt Tippert, yeah, yeah, maybe he is. He's well, he is the deputy to Konate now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm curious. That's this. It's tougher than usual to to predict a lineup for this game. It falls in like such a weird time too, because it's tomorrow it's the and then busy got, season. Yeah, three yeah, games yeah, in yeah. a week. Love Christmas. 
Yeah, I uh, love yeah. it. I hate, not. <laughs> I hate to be a player though. Yeah, it's great for us as fans. Everyone's on so a two-week break. Yeah, I don't know. Three games in in one week, they're going to have to. You know, who who do you play your strongest team for the quarterfinals of the League Cup or Arsenal? I mean, I I, <laughs> I mean, there's Arsenal. only one answer to that yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. So, but you, what does Klopp think? You sacrifice against you, um, you West go for Ham. John and forget Ringo. <laughs> mm, yeah sorry we need john and paul here uh well burnley on the 26th makes this a little bit easier i don't know that's tough we're not in the paul competition i'm sorry which one's the paul competition? we were talking about champions league oh I yeah, yeah yeah i i lost Premier league being i lost the inside joke all right any other thoughts <laughs> george on, martin uh, is the europa league <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh any other thoughts on the 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 well, score prediction yeah what do you got Two one Liverpool. Four 0 Liverpool. I, I actually I like two one Liverpool. Your prouts will have one. I think uh, so. Oh, you can celebrate so? in your That'd be nice. fucking shirt. As long as we win. <laughs> as as long as Liverpool wins, I want to see War- James Ward Prowse score a goal. You just want to no. swing that little golf club, <laughs> don't you? Never. I want a clean sheet. F- fuck you. If it was Becker, maybe I don't know Keller. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, g- give me your closing thoughts. Closing thoughts, Neil. Closing thoughts. Um, busy series of games. Let's avoid any more injuries. It's getting a little bit thin for me. Um, with Graf and Birch and Doak both out. So, um, yeah, I'd love to see a win against West Ham, obviously. And um, I thought Graf and Birch got a clear injury report today. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Interesting. We'll come into that in the next did episode did did anyway. Breaking news. Um, so, so yeah. Um, no injuries. Um, advance to the next round. Um, yeah, that's where I am. Cool. Tom? I would like to go to the semi-finals, please. <laughs> I know, it really hurt me to say that too. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't know why you said it weird, but... Because it's American. America. So semi. semi? Yeah, semi. Really? Yeah. Semi-finals. Yeah, I say semi. Well, moving along then. Anyway. So I'd like to be in the semi-finals, <laughs> uh, but I don't want to risk, you know, the Sala. I don't want to risk, you know... Zabo, I don't know. I'm torn. If we get knocked out, we get knocked out. Fuck the Carabao Cup. Yeah. But if we get through, yeah. If if we end up in the the semis and the the, the final final, then yeah, you go for it. But yeah, I'm kind of... Could it be worse? We could be playing in Saudi Arabia against the Japanese champions and then facing Fluminese in the final, which is what City are doing. Yeah, true. And traveling six hours and playing in that Club World Cup, which... You know, I was happy we won it when we were in it. Yeah, but um, that was Bobby's tournament. He shined. Yeah. He shined in that one a few years ago. But I'm glad in the busy season we're not traveling over there. And I'm just—it's going to change going forward as well. Thirty-two teams. Yeah, it makes no fucking Thirty-two sense. teams yeah, in the United that. States. I don't Ridiculous. want that. I don't want that. All right, welcome, welcome. and Liverpool can't qualify. Why? Because you know, I've been keeping up with that. So no, no, I'm completely every, out of the loop. Every, so 32 teams it's expanding to, and the 2025 will only be open to the winners of from the 21, 22 onwards, um, or 22 season onwards, which includes Chelsea and City, um, or teams that have sufficient Champions League coefficient points. And as we're not in the Champions League this year, we get zero, which oh. means we drop out, so we can't qu- actually qualify. Ah, I'm fine with that. There's already so, too much anyway. Yeah, yep. exactly. All right. My closing thought is let's watch the taste of drawing against United out of our mouth with uh, three wins coming up in the next week. That would be really nice. Um, thanks for listening. Chat to you soon.